now listening to the Dynasty Rewind. Welcome back to the Dynasty Rewind, everybody. The best in the business is back in business. We have a stripped-down show for you today. Dynasty Price has been kidnapped by a Mexican cartel. Um, we did receive a ransom note. However, we do not have $5,000 or 10,000 kilos of whatever they are requesting. So, um, Garrett, you're on your own. Hopefully, you'll be back with us next week. But you know who's here for you right now? DynastyOwner.com. It is the ultimate dream for all sports and business fans. Dynasty Owner is the only patented fantasy sports game that combines dynasty fantasy football with actual NFL player contracts. So you can't just build the dream team. You can't stack your studs. You have to go by what the contracts are. You have to be careful. When are guys running out? Your team could look like a lot, a lot like the Dallas Cowboys this year. I mean, they got a lot of free agents. So they don't use Believe or make-believe or demand-based contracts or salaries. It's what the actual salary is. There's no off-season in Dynasty owner, just like there's no off-season in Dynasty. The rookie draft matters. Free agency matters. Every contract matters. So they just finished their beta season in 2019 and are now working on mobile apps for iOS and Android systems, and it will be ready for rookie drafts in May. You can win weekly prizes, seasonal prizes, and compete in the chase for the ring. So join their 2020 season waitlist at www.dynastyowner.com and start your dynasty. Make sure you tell them everybody at the Dynasty Rewind sent you. And speaking of everybody at the Dynasty Rewind, Chev, what is good in Arizona? Nothing much, man. No snow. Oklahoma City's getting pounded right now with some snow, so nothing here. Uh, but, I mean, this is the draft you want to get in on if you want to get into that Dynasty owners, man. There's a couple great players in here that I think could uh, be beneficial to that starting lineup for uh, the cheap price on them. Question for you. What pounding was worse for Oklahoma, the snow right now or the one that LSU gave them? Repeat the question. I couldn't hear you. Right? <laughs> Clown, man. <laughs> we'll just go with the snow. How's that sound? Oklahoma was way worse. Yeah. <laughs> um, and joining us from Jersey, where hopefully there's no snow. There's no snow in Pennsylvania, where I am right now. Uh, we got Pork Man. What's good, Pork Man? What's going on, bro? Not much. Not much. It's just, you know, it's just dealing with this weather out here. It's not snow, but just it got pounded on by a ton of rain and tornado warnings and thunderstorm warnings. So, Oof. yeah, it's, it's good to go. It's been weird, but uh, no shoveling. No, this I, year. I'll praise God. Yeah. I mean, what what is today? February seventh, and I mean, we're we're a month and two weeks away from spring, pretty much. Yeah, usually February is the month we usually get smashed with snow. So hopefully, yeah. with this extra uh, extra day this uh, this year, I don't got to worry about it. Yeah, well, we'll see what happens. But one thing that we are going to see happening is we're going to have some new quarterbacks coming in to take people's jobs this year. So a um, little bit of an interesting quarterback class. What do you guys think? It, I think interesting is a pretty good word to sum this class up, right? Yeah, you get you got a hodgepodge of, you know, there's pro-ready guys, there's guys that look like projects, and then there's guys that you think that look like they're going to be good. I'm not really too high on. Yeah. You know what? Let's just start with a guy that I don't think any of us are too high on. Chev, I know you just said you didn't get to watch too much of his film. 
probably because you fell asleep. Now, my wife was sick this week, and she couldn't fall asleep. We didn't have any NyQuil. So I went ahead and I put on some Jake Fromm film, and that did the trick. So Jake Fromm from the University of Georgia, he's 6'2", 220. He plays smaller. I don't know. It, it just sounds weird. Like, I just I don't see it in him. But, um, Porkman, start us off with Jake Fromm, your favorite quarterback in this class. Yeah, definitely not. Um, <laughs> he's like one of those guys where he doesn't have, like, that arm talent that you're looking for in the draft this year compared to these other guys that's coming out. I just, I just don't, I don't see it at all. He just, he just looks slow. Just one read, one re- goes to the receiver, just throws to him. Just throws to a running back, throws to him. Doesn't care if the corner is there or whatnot. So he just pretty much relied on Swift all year, in my opinion. And he was just pretty much overrated coming out. I, I guess they, I guess they thought he was going to be better than he was, and he just never amounted to anything. So. He's been kind of given a label as a game manager. That's what he looks like. He 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 looks like a Trubisky to me. Sorry, Chef. Um, I got to be honest with you. I like I like Trubisky better. I think Trubisky's got a better arm and he's more mobile. Bear down. Yeah. I I mean I think Fromm might be slightly more accurate, but to me his arm is average. Yeah, and it's like when I look at quarterbacks in college throwing the ball. When I see the ball when they're just floating and it looks like they just try to beam it in there, that that's a cause of concern for me. Do you guys think that he over and under threw a lot of passes too? Because I saw a lot of that in the film I watched. Well, it seemed like in a lot of film that I was looking at, like a lot of deep passes, like even for the other some of the other quarterbacks, a lot of deep passes were overthrown, and it was just it was very odd to me. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's weird. So I'm not high on on from. Um, Chev, I know you said you didn't watch any or a lot of film. Do you have anything to add to him? No, I mean, didn't they have Justin Fields to start last season with? And then he transferred to Ohio State, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know how great he would have done in the system, but, I mean, I feel like he could have done a lot better than Fromm probably did. I mean, he kind of showed out this season with Ohio State, and Ohio State's a great program, but so is Georgia. I mean, they're one of the top classes uh, every year in the um, getting high school players. So, I mean – just the talent there. I mean, losing fields, that kind of sucks. I mean, just to have Jake Fromm there for one more season. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I didn't think about that. They they could have probably went farther this year with Fields as quarterback. Yeah, Fields, fields really showed out this year. Yeah. For freaking Ohio State. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, yo. Um, well, <laughs> I'll tell you what. Why don't we do another Ohio State connection then um, while we're there? Let's talk about Joe Burrow. So he was at Ohio State at one point in time. Um, Joe Burrow looks to be the number one overall pick in the draft. I mean, since he's got to take him first overall, right? Yeah, it's locked and loaded. I mean, Marvin Pretty- Lewis isn't there to screw everything up. I think Zach Taylor can do it, but Joe Burrow is six foot four, two hundred sixteen pounds. Um, he did play at Ohio State. Let's see. 2015 was a redshirt year. He played there 16 and 17. He only threw for about 287 yards in two years. Uh, Then he was eligible to transfer. He went to LSU, and in 18 and 19, he really lit it up. This last year, he threw for 5,671 yards and 60 touchdowns. And that's crazy because I don't even count his rushing touchdowns. And and that's in the SEC. He's not playing for Hawaii. You know what I mean? This isn't D2. This is in the SEC, the 
best division or the best conference in in the NCAA. That's seventy six per completion. Seventy six percent completion percentage. That's that's dirty. That's, that's outrageous. It, I mean, and it's th- not like a lot of them were like short passes. It was just like he was throwing the ball deep on a dime. So he actually ends his collegiate career with a sixty eight point eight percent completion percentage. 78 touchdowns and 11 interceptions. 11. Oh, my gosh. That That's crazy. Chev, what are your – okay, just your first at-a-glance impression watching Joe Burrow play. Man, he just looks confident out there, man. He just looks like he's got it. He looks so confident in the pocket. He's taking hits, but he's getting the ball off right before then and making great passes still, so – I mean, God, man, just I didn't even watch the OU tape twice because I already saw it the first time. And, man, I did not want to watch it again because I saw how he just dissected that defense and just tore him up. I know they were missing a couple players on defense, but it did, I don't think it really mattered because whoever was out there, they're going to get torched, man. That that offense is just ridiculous. I mean, oh, just the wide receivers, running back, they, all, they had it all tied in. Uh, we talked about a lot of their players already too, so. Uh, definitely excited to talk about their wide receivers. Uh, Joe Burrow is just an absolute beast. He will be with Cincinnati. I mean, he's going to have some weapons around him too. So uh, future is definitely looking bright for him, man. I, I'm, I'm super excited to see what he can do. Uh, you know what the difference I, I noticed between Joe Burrow and Jake Fromm? When you see Joe Burrow's face, he has this stern determination like, I'm going to win this thing. And Jake Fromm's looking over at the sideline like, dude, what do I do? All right, you got the Eli face on. Oh, uh, you know what? Not so the Eli I want I want to start doing something here, um, and we'll have to just backpedal a little bit. So we're, I want to talk about some potential landing spots for these guys too. Um, we we all are pretty much consensus that we think Joe Burrow is going to go to Cincinnati, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about a guy like Jake Fromm? Where do you think he could go? I hear a lot of people saying New England would be a good spot for him. Yeah, that's Garrett's thing. I mean, it kind of makes sense if you it tell does. you the truth. Because, I mean, they don't really – like, the offense really doesn't go through, like, deep passes, like short intermediate routes. And he's he's not bad at that. He just – that's just something he can work on because I don't think Stidham is the, the answer either. So, they got to figure out something if Brady leaves. Yeah. I mean, I don't know of anywhere else that he would go where he'd have a chance to start relatively quickly. And, of course, if they bring back Brady – you're not benching Tom Brady for Jake Fromm. You're just uh, yeah, no. No. Yeah. Chef, uh, what do you think? New England, anywhere else, maybe? Oh, man. I, I Probably New England's probably the best spot for him, just so he can get a year under his belt. Um, right. I just don't know. If he goes to New England, I don't know if I want any of the wide receivers there. That would be definitely tough. I mean, they would have a lot of Georgia players there. I mean, him and Sonny Michelle would get linked back together. Uh, win, I think there's left tackle. Um, but man, I'm I'm just not the biggest fan of Fromm. Even the little I've watched, I just not too too into his film. Yeah, well, I mean, this could be one of those situations where landing spots definitely helps him out. So let's monitor that. Uh, we won't talk about Joe Burrow's landing spot. I think we could all say he's going to go to Cincy if he's smart. Um, yeah, and what I like is another thing about Joe Burrow. I think he's pretty pro ready. It looks like he could run multiple types of offenses. You know, I saw him doing the spread, shotgun, and I saw him under center too, which is huge. It's one less thing that NFL coaches have to teach you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's go to another guy here, um, Justin Herbert. I didn't like him 
Then I watched the Senior Bowl. Then I watched his film. He won me over. Yeah, yeah. same here. And I, I can't say why I didn't like him. Maybe it's the stigma against Oregon quarterbacks. And maybe it's time to do away with that because Marcus Mariota wasn't. It, maybe he gets a second chance somewhere. I don't know. Could. It happened with Ryan Tannehill. Um, so why not Mariota? Who knows? But uh, so Justin Herbert and like an idiot, I forgot to write down how tall he is, but he's, he's tall six, enough. Six and, six 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 two thirty seven. All right, so he's a big boy. Yeah, um, it, dude's got an arm too. Yeah, he looks at. He's very nimble for how tall he is. You know, I usually get like tall quarterbacks back there that can't move. He looks like a. a like Aaron Rodgers, not copying him to Aaron Rodgers, but just the way he runs back there, just nimbly wise. Yeah. He's able to run. He's a dog too in the goal line. Every time you get to the, uh, they need like one yard, they'll do like one of them little quarterback sneaks. Little big guy. I, I really, I really liked his team. So did I. But Chev, when you're watching Justin Herbert, do you think that there's some pretty routine throws that he should make that he doesn't? Yeah, I definitely see that. I, I, he, he made some tough throws. Um, I just think he just looked confident again for me. Like that's one thing I want to see them do. So just in the senior bowl, he looks so confident with the wide receivers he's barely played with. Um, but there's definitely passes that he needs to get down. Uh, definitely would have boosted him a little bit in his stats and stuff like that. But the one thing I really do like about them, uh, even with Joe Burrow, I don't know if we talked about it very much, is that they can move with the ball. Like. They're not scared to take off, and they'll go get those yards. And uh, like, like Porkman was saying, he can take that one yard and go get a touchdown. So uh, for me, that's super exciting uh, to be able to get rushing points as well uh, instead of just passing. I mean, that's super exciting as a dynasty owner, and that's something that I'm definitely looking for as in a quarterback. Um, so he does play fast too, I noticed, yeah. which is great. But I think it could be almost a detriment to him at first. You know how Oregon runs it? They're always in the hurry up for the most part. Mm-hmm. I think that could be the reason why he's missing some throwings, some throws, some easy throws. It's just like, go, 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 go. So in the NFL, that's great. Hey, the kid already knows how to run the two-minute drill. We don't have to work on that as much. But when it's first and 10 and there's 10 minutes left in the first quarter and you're down 7 nothing, relax, calm down, plenty of time. Do your reads, go through your progressions, get the ball where it needs to be. But again, this is all coachable. And um, I think he's got some pretty decent footwork. One thing that might hurt him, he plays mostly in the shotgun and pistol formation. Yeah, that's so, all I saw was pistol and shotgun. Yeah, I don't remember if during the senior bowl he took a, cu- a couple snaps under center. I don't I don't remember. Um, yeah, I don't I can't recall that right now. Yeah, but um so that's something that is going to have to be worked on, obviously. Um, oh, I did text Garrett. I said, do you have any thoughts on these rookie quarterbacks? He said, just tell everyone that I love A.J. Dillon. I don't know what that has to do with anything. Algiers. Yeah, Algiers. <laughs> so <laughs> um, he loves them. What can I say? Um, do you guys have anything else to add about Justin Herbert? Before, let's talk about landing spot. And then if you have anything to add, we can come back. Uh, two two stick out to me, but Porkman, give me one. Chev, you give me one, and we'll see if we could all meet up somewhere. Uh, I think he's a, a perfect fit for the Chargers. Okay. Especially with that mine. offense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who would you got, Chev? 
I was going to say the Chargers as well. I mean, I'd love to see him have Keenan Allen, uh, maybe Hunter Henry if they re-sign him, and then Mike Williams there too. I mean, uh, for me, that would be a great landing spot for him, and I'd be super excited with it. Okay. Um, I saw a couple people mock him to the Panthers. That's doable. That's actually really good, actually. So, DJ Moore's stock's got to go up. Curtis Curtis Samuel. Samuel, who can get down the field and flat out ball out. Kyle Allen was ticking me off. I know we're talking about rookie quarterbacks, but he is just so bad. He Samuel was like open rookie. all year, and he yeah. just didn't throw him the ball, or he couldn't get it to him. And, and you know, everybody's saying, well, this just shows that DJ Moore is that much better than Curtis Samuel. If you have a guy that can't get a skilled wide receiver the ball, you can't say that wide receiver's bad. No, you can't say he was bad, even though DJ Moore, did, he had a great year with not too many touchdowns, but... Right, and I'm Kurt, not Curtis Samuel was open for it. Had to be like a good seven to eight touchdowns, and he just not, couldn't get him the ball. Right, I'm not discrediting what DJ Moore did. The guy had a great season. He is a very talented wide receiver, but Curtis Samuel is not bad. Hey, that's that's great. Go buy Curtis Samuel. Tell everyone how bad he sucks, and buy Curtis Samuel cheap. Buy low. Yeah, exactly. Buy low. Are any other spots? What about a place like the Raiders? Chev, Justin Herbert. In Raiders black and silver in Las Vegas. I mean, it started something new. He got a new quarterback. I mean, Derek, Derek, Derek Carr, right? David Carr is the one. That was his brother. <laughs> they're, they're both cars. It starts with a D. Vroom, vroom. They're, yeah, they're, they're whatever. I get them confused all the time anyway. So do Bro. I. And I'm going to be saying freaking – I'm not ever going to get the Raiders name right. I'm gonna always going to say Oakland probably. So that's They should have just stayed in Oakland though. Come on. Yeah. But have you seen the new stadium though? That looks thing like, is fire. It looks awesome, like, man. It looks insane. But, yeah, I mean, if we can get Herbert there, I mean, that could be fun to watch. Um, probably be a good little battle in uh, preseason. Um, but I don't I don't know if he actually wins it. I mean, I, I'm guessing they'd probably want to wait a little bit. But who knows with Gruden. You never know what that guy's going to do. So, um, I mean, they got some weapons there. Josh Jacobs. Uh, you got Waller Baller. I mean, it'd be a good fit for him, too. I would like to also see him possibly even go to Tampa. I mean, that's even a possibility. So that that could be a spot, too, that I could definitely get on with it. Yeah, yeah. Kerbert with Tampa would be fire, Oof. too, because that's a lot of – they got mad weapons. All they need is a running back. You know what, um, Chev, since you brought up Darren Waller, I want to bounce something off you guys here. So a trade went down in my home league. <clears throat> which is the league that, you know, you have that one league that you care about more than all your other leagues, the one you really want to win. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a guy, he has Mark, had Mark Andrews. At the beginning of the season, I offered him Dallas Goddard and a high second-round pick for Mark Andrews. He said, no way. He's going to be a building block on my team. He's young, blah, blah, blah. I want to keep him. I respect that. After the season's over, he goes ahead, and in a three-way trade, he got fleeced. He ends up losing Mark Andrews to get Darren Waller. Now, I understand that Darren Waller was like the number three tight end of the year, blah, blah, blah. But he's older. Mm-hmm. He's in an offense that's going to be in flux because they're talking about getting rid of Derek Carr. You know Mark Andrews is a tight end one. and He's probably going to be a tight end one for, for six a long years time. Yeah. minimum. I just – I think he got fleeced, and he ended up giving up more stuff and – but, you know, I, I love Sleeper, but I hate the three-way trade option because I feel like somebody always gets screwed in a three-way trade. Yeah. 
there's always going to be one person. It's probably the one that's so-called rebuilding or reloading. Yeah. Also, trying to figure that part out. Whoever is in charge of Sleeper, I'm sure you listen to this podcast because it is the best one out there. You need to make a counter offer button. Yes. They're working on it. Well, work harder. <laughs> don't don't worry about fantasy basketball. Nobody plays that. Screw fantasy basketball. Come no on. No one cares. I saw your tweet. Didn't care then. Don't care now. Let me counter offer. I mean, Sleeper is about as close to the perfect platform as you can get with a few tweaks here and there. Like, I don't need a laughing yam at Thanksgiving time. I need a counter offer button. <laughs> Yeah, what's up with the mascots too? And then they yeah. make you pay for them. Yeah, I don't need that. I don't. I don't need that. Seriously, I just just let me freaking counter offer, and let me adjust my IDP scoring better too. Sleeper, get on it. Calling you out right here. Dynasty Rewind, February seventh, ten forty-one p.m. Called out. Eastern Standard Time. Eastern Standard Time, not Chevin Mountain Time. That's right. Um, anything else on Justin Herbert? Before we move on that's about it that's all i got on yeah that's it all right uh let's move on to the next quarterback already did burrow so next up is and forgive me when i say this wrong it is tua nagia manalupola tag of viola s- i'm about to say how did you start that with an n <laughs> what <laughs> You know him. This man loves his names, man. You know yeah, he's he gonna does. get it all out. Somebody's <laughs> gonna know. have a weird Mike name. Mike practices all day while he was that, doing the oil change. That's right. He's sitting in the bathroom, just oh yeah, yeah. oh oh oh, look at that one. I'm not gonna lie. Sometimes I don't have to go to the bathroom at work, but I do just to not be working. That's the best time to do it. You get yeah. paid to sit on the toilet. Getting paid while you're taking number two. And the receptionist was like, did you blow it up? I was like, I didn't even go to the bathroom. I was just sitting in there <laughs> a little bit. Because so, I don't smoke, so I, I can't take smoke breaks. So I'm all about it. it. But he's six foot one and he's 218 pounds, and he's left-handed. Yeah. Now, was it um, weird for you to look at film of him? Because it was like looking at a quarterback backwards. You know, so for me, it's not that bad because I watched Michael Vick play so much, yeah. both as a Falcon and an Eagle, that it it doesn't really bother me. I know uh, Matt from the Dynasty Nerds gets really thrown off by that, but it, it I'll tell you what, he's not as smooth. Like, his motions are not smooth at all. Yeah, they're very, very jerky. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh, dude, but the exact word that yeah. I was using was jerky. Like... You know, a lot of guys, they get the ball, then when they do the RPO, like they do, they extend their arms nice and smooth. Not him. He almost looks like a robot. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't I don't know. We'll get to his landing spot in a little bit, but um, he's pretty mobile. He's not bad. Chev, you got anything on uh, – we'll just call him Tua, I guess, I'll because it's a little short. Call him TT. TT, that's cute. All right. Hey, TT. <laughs> no, I mean, he, he's got he's to prove something. For his draft stock to go up, man. I think he has a chance to go pretty high in this draft. Uh, but the teams are going to want to see something, and I'm going to want to see something too because uh, he went down with that injury. And um, I just, I'm scared. I would be scared if I was an NFL owner trying to get into him. Um, I know it's not as bad as it sounded it was, but you still want to see something as an owner. Um, I mean, Lefty looks weird. Uh, I mean, he, he seemed very accurate. I mean, everything that was short, he always hit the wide receiver pretty good. Um, I mean, the guys we're talking about, so, I mean, Burrow and Tua, I mean, 
their wide receiver core and their running backs, I mean, are just absolutely insane. Yeah, like, they they already have an NFL wide receiving core already. Yeah, I'm going I'm going from these guys and then I'm watching I'm watching Eason. I'm like, man, what would Eason do with these kind of guys? But I mean, two is I mean I don't really know. I, I feel like he has a pretty strong arm, uh, but like you said, he's pretty jerky. So, I mean, he steps down the pocket and he keeps his eyes down the field. So that's something I really do like about him. He's trying to find a way to, to move the ball down the field rather than just take a sack, looking like Eli Manning out there. So, um, But I, I definitely I definitely like to. I, don't, I mean, he's just got to show it in whether it's the combine or just his, um, his day at Alabama. So you're talking about – you know, accuracy. He's finishing his collegiate career with 69.3% completion percentage. Yeah. I mean, that's in his last year, he had nine games, 71.4. So he's gotten better every year 63.6, 69.0, I mean, he had, his touchdown to interception ratio is disgusting, too. 87 touchdowns and 11 interceptions. Man. That's what Joe Burrow had the same amount of interceptions but less touchdown passes. Yeah, that's nuts. And he played more games. And Tua just steps into the championship game and just takes over for Jalen Hurts, another yeah. guy in this draft. So, I mean, that's something you like to see. You want to see a quarterback. I don't. Was he a freshman or a sophomore? Um, I think he was a freshman. I want to say he yeah. was a freshman, man. Yeah, because he was a junior coming out, right? Yeah, he's a junior. Yeah, Dude. because then – Jalen Hurts didn't play last year because he transferred, right? Yeah. yeah. Stepping okay. into that kind of game and just dropping a dime at the end to win it, dude, that's big time. I mean, it was great. But then at the same point in time as a non-Alabama fan, you're like, well, of course, Alabama does it again. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It was still impressive. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, so the hip injury that he had – from what I was told, it is the same hip injury that ended Bo Jackson's career. Um, obviously, that was how many years ago. Medical yeah. science has gotten a little bit better. Mm-hmm. I like yeah. his mobility. He does buy time in the pocket. You know, we talked about the jerky movements, but um, he does put the ball in tight windows. That Then again, when you're throwing to Jerry Judy and Henry Ruggs, you can do that because they're going to catch the ball. Um, I, what do you guys think about his arm strength? I think it's decent. I'm not gonna say that he's got the biggest arm in this class, though. That no, no, he. I don't think he has the biggest arm in the class. I think he has an elite release of the football in the pocket. Cause that was that. That's the biggest thing that stepped out to me. The velocity coming out as the release. But I mean, I don't. I don't know how to feel about him. Just like Chev was feeling. I don't. I don't. I'm not the biggest fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we'll we'll see, and I think, and I'm hoping that this is what NFL teams start to do. You could say the same thing about Tua that you could say about Jalen Hurts, who maybe we'll touch on a little bit if we have some time. If you get a guy like that in there, you have to give him the Lamar Jackson treatment. You have to completely 100% revamp your roster and revamp your offensive philosophy and sell out for these guys and do what works for them instead of taking a guy and trying to do a square peg in a round hole. Because we've seen it. How many times has natural talent been wasted because a coach refuses to use a player the way they should be used? The right way. Right. Andy Reid did that for years. 
when he was in Philadelphia. And hey, you know what, Andy? Congrats, you finally learned your lesson. You won a Super Bowl. Well, Patrick Mahomes won you a Super Bowl. Let's oh, here we go. Let's be uh, clear about that. Well, hey, look. <laughs> without without Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid doesn't have a Super Bowl, and without Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes doesn't have a Super Bowl. That's true. So one hand washes the other, just like Buddy Ryan and Mike Dicka. So, um, but that that's our thoughts on Tua. What about landing spots? Miami seems to be. That seems like the only one, unless yeah. somebody trades up. I had heard that somebody had said possibly Detroit and letting him sit for a year or two but behind Stafford. I think Stafford still got some juice in him because he was freaking balling last year until he got hurt. Yeah, and the injury that he has, you know, that, that was a contact injury. He, he did have a back fracture, so that's something that, you know, Carson Wentz had a very similar injury two years ago. You can come back fine from. Um, that's not going to be – it's not like a knee injury or something like that. He's going to be fine just with rest and time over the offseason. No surgeries needed, I believe. So I, I think you're right. Stafford's got time. He's got a cast left in the tank. But it'd be interesting to see if they move on from, from him in a year or two. Two is stepping into a good spot there, I think. But does Matt Patricia know how to use a guy like that? Probably not. Yeah. To me, Patricia's – he's got that, that – uh, Patriots coaching tree. He's gonna probably want a traditional. Ew, what if Jake Fromm goes to Detroit? Two Georgia quarterbacks there. Ugh. Yeah, that's. I don't know. Fromm is just not good, man. I don't. I I can't. I don't know where he's gonna go, but I think he's gonna be a backup for the rest of his career. But we never know. I could. I could see that. So, Chev, um, landing spots for Tua. Yeah, Miami, I mean, right? I'm definitely looking at Miami. That's probably the one that is going to be his landing spot. As long as he proves something um, when he's training, when he's doing his draft campaigning with the other coaches. So, I mean, he's going to have to show it. I'm telling you guys, like, if he goes out there and doesn't look mobile, doesn't look like the same Tua, um, he's going to definitely fall. I mean, that's easy to say, but it's just something we really need to think about. But, I mean, even though he doesn't have the strongest arm, his accuracy makes up for it. I, I did want to say that, though. So, let's. I just pulled up the draft order here. We got the Bengals at one. They're taking Burrow. Yeah. The Redskins. Taking Chase Young. Yeah, I think so. Garrett had said that he thinks Dwayne Haskins could be a one-and-done guy just like Josh Rosen. I don't think so. So we had talked about the Lions. Um, The Giants at four. They're not going to take a quarterback. No way. So the Dolphins seem to be the logical choice here. But the Chargers are at six. And then the Panthers. Panthers could possibly move up to get them too. I mean, that, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, and then the Cardinals at eight, they're not taking anybody. No. Okay, here's an interesting one. At nine is the Jaguars. Nick Foles isn't the guy. Gardner Minshew was a six-round pick. He flashed at times. He is my spirit animal, but... You know, yeah, nah, I can't see that. They spent too much money on Nick. Okay. And I, they, they love Minshew over there. Uh, the Browns, they're not taking a guy. No, nope. maybe. No, I'm just kidding. Mm, no, <laughs> the Jets. I think Darnold's going to be fine once Crazy Eyes Gaze gets out of there. As long as he doesn't get mono again, dude. Come on, <laughs> yeah. you're hurting your team. Yeah, you kissed a girl and it hurt hate, your career. He liked um, it. What if he kisses? What if he kissed the little kid? I mean, it could have been like Tom Brady kissing little kids. Oh, that would be terrible. Um, so the Raiders are at twelve. There's a possibility. Two to the Raiders. If they trade up, they're going to have to trade up. They have to trade up. Yeah, Colts too. 
Yeah, they're, they're at 13. So we, and the Buccaneers are at 14. The Broncos, they're not taking anybody. The Falcons, mm, probably not. The, okay, the, the Cowboys could be interesting here because Dak is still not signed. He's tripping. He uh, he wants a, what forty million a year? They offered him thirty three, and he turned it down. What, dude, dude? Listen, I hate the Cowboys. I'll do it for a million dollars a year. I'll be the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. I'm like, bro, you are you are good. As much as I'm a Dak hater, for fantasy he's good, but for mm-hmm. real life, I don't see it at all. I I mean, and not look, for forty million, bro. No, no. So they're not. I mean, it could be interesting. They're gonna have to trade up. Um, then the Dolphins at 18 again, the Raiders at 19. So now we're getting into teams. Getting the Jaguars that pick. Eagles at 21, no. Bills, no. Patriots, maybe. Mm. But then they would have to trade up a ton. Like Tua would have to fall. I think even if he does have a bad combine, it's a possibility he can fall. Okay, mm-hmm. so if he gets the Lamar Jackson treatment from two years ago, three years ago, whatever, um, then we're talking back into the first round here. Patriots are at 23. The Saints are at twenty four. That's a uh, Drew he's not, Brees. He's not going to go past Miami twice. Well, yeah, I guarantee that's true. that. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying here. The Vikings at twenty five. Cousins is good. The, dude, the Dolphins have like three first round picks. Are at twenty six. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna reload good. They're gonna um, get a whole bunch of talent this year. The Seahawks at twenty seven. No, Ravens at twenty eight. Nope. Titans gonna lock up Tannehill. Uh, the Packers at 30, nope. The 49ers, nope. And the Chiefs, nope. I think the Chiefs are looking for somebody. Yeah, they should. That guy sucks. Yeah, he's terrible. <laughs> His girlfriend is hot, though. Yeah, facts. For real. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but I guess when you're, like, the best quarterback in the NFL, you get a hot girlfriend. You can sound like Kermit the Frog and still get somebody hot. Yeah, really. I mean, I look at a woman and smile, and I get a restraining order. It's like, seriously? <laughs> I was just saying Hi. so um it'll be interesting to see just because you know it's a possibility that Tua falls because of that injury so we'll see what happens Uh, he's gonna be and you know what roger goodell i know you listen to this podcast because we're the best also give me a job can we do something about this draft like it starts at 8 30 eastern time and then these picks that you know who you're picking like three days ahead of time, they take like 40 minutes to make a pick. Can we, can we fix this? Yeah, that's annoying. Because in my opinion, who's number three? Detroit's on the clock now. Just pick, you know, Cincinnati's taking Burrow. They're not trading out. Yep. Washington, no, nah, they're not trading out. Chase Young is different. Unless they unless they trade back. Yes, yeah, so I said they could trade. They could trade back, but I don't see them passing on. Because they, de- they need a pass rusher. Mm-hmm. Y- you know what? Okay, but... Let's be real. Chase Young, Chase Young, generational talent as a pass rusher. But the Washington Redskins are going to need a starting left tackle too. So an interesting trade partner would be the Dolphins, who have three, three first-round picks. They could possibly pilfer one of them, maybe two of them, for them to get up into this spot here, who knows what they want to do, or move back to five and a second-round pick. I don't know. They could take a tackle. You can – you can get a productive pass rusher later in the draft. You can do it. You do not need generational talents to win a Super Bowl as a pass rusher. I understand defense wins championships. I'm going to get crap for this. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to have a franchise quarterback, you also have to protect him. They do. 
So um, interesting to see what happens there. So I, I feel like this draft, as good as we say it is, there's going to be a lot of shakeup in the draft itself. Yeah, because this is a lot of like just regular <laughs> offensive talent coming out. I, was, yeah, I can't wait. Everything. But, Roger, get the draft back to where it was one weekend. Yes. That was a lot more fun. Um, okay, so I think we can move on from Tua possibly getting drafted as late as 23 or whatever it was to the Saints. Makes right? sense. Yeah. Anybody else? Anything else on uh, – do you want me to try to say his name again? Why Go not? ahead. All right, let's do it one more time. It is Tuanaga – Manu Lapola. Hey, that actually wasn't too bad. I wanted to do it so bad. I want to be like, I want to be the rock for a second. I'm like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I, did, I did not pull the trigger though. I wanted to so bad. Oh, you bad. should have. Come on. I should have done it, but I did it. Oh. To a tag of Aloha, right? That's how you say it. Yep. Yep. That's it. Tag of Aloha. Oh, okay. So, all right, let's uh, let's move on. We're gonna talk about my boy. And I think it's Porkman's boy too. Yes, that's our boy. That's our boy. I'm gonna. Do you have his uh, height and weight? This is Jacob Eason from Washington. Jacob Eason, I got it. He is six six two twenty seven. Is he six six? I didn't think he was that tall. He looks short. Shorter, I should say, not short, but shorter I than six six. Earlier, yeah, they said six six. So yeah, he didn't look. I thought I thought like six three, six yeah. three, six three, but um, so. The dude's got a cannon for an arm. And his velocity, dude, the ball gets there so fast. Yeah, it does. But the problem I mean, is the ball gets fast, but they can't catch the freaking ball. Holy so cow. there's the one dude on the team, Aaron Fuller. He, <laughs> yeah. you know, he is a senior. He, he's decent. Right? He's not. No, he's decent. But I think it was like one pass. He threw like a slant. He had to tip the ball to himself to catch the ball. <laughs> I was like, what is that? Use your hands, bro. Yeah, it's it's interesting. Um, so, a couple of things about him that I don't like, which can be taught. He needs to learn when a play is dead and just throw it away. Leads to a lot of hits. It's not good long term. Um, but he is pretty tough. He's pretty fearless. He leads his receivers really well. And um, he's mobile, but not overly a running quarterback. He also did play for Georgia. He hurt his knee in 2017, then transferred to Washington. So I'd be interested to see, you know, what if Fromm would have transferred and Eason didn't get hurt. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Eason stays there. Fromm goes somewhere else. because. Um, so the year that he got hurt was, let's see. Who, Eason? Yeah, Eason got hurt in 17. That 17, was, yeah. He had, and then he didn't play 2018. Yeah, that was Fromm's freshman year. Yeah. Yeah. Fromm should have stayed in college another year, I think. Well, so you hear, that, um, you hear the, the, the cash in your ear, people talking in your ear, say, hey, you might get drafted in the first round, which I don't think so. Yeah, true, but think about it. You're in the SEC. You got a good team. Burrow left, Tua left. You have an opening there. And yeah, there's an opening. Yeah, the shot that's... at winning a, cha- a national championship, uh, it's pretty pretty alluring. It, it could be. But, I mean, then you're losing Swift, too. So you got to figure out who else is going to be back there. So I think he just felt as though he can just leave and 
and keep it moving, get the cash, even though he's not going to get the guaranteed money because it's not going to be first round. Right. Well, he'll get something. He'll be like a second or third round pick, I think. Like a project. That's, yeah, late, late day two guy. Why do I keep talking about Fromm? Like, right, can we? <laughs> you keep Great. bringing him up. <laughs> I know. I don't know. All right, I'm going to stop. So um, I'll tell you what. Porkman, <laughs> we'll finish off with you on Eason, but Chev, let's get your thoughts on him first. Yeah, I mean, he's the big body, gets the ball down the field. Um, I'm going to just say it now. I think if he was with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers this next season, I would definitely be very, very excited with Mike Evans. I love that. Godwin. I mean, dude, that, that just sounds like a deadly place for him with that strong arm. Um, I, I would definitely definitely be interested in him a lot more in fantasy um, if he can land in a good spot like that. But uh, he's definitely going to get an opportunity in the NFL. Uh, big body, strong arm. I definitely love what I saw. Um, probably doesn't go down easy. He's such a big guy. So uh, definitely somebody that I'd be watching, definitely looking at the combine, seeing how far he can throw that thing like Josh Allen last season. I think he's a second-round pick. Yeah. What do you guys think? I think he might he might be able to sneak, sneak into in. the, the end yeah. of the first. Well, okay. So, you know, we were looking at that draft order. All right. I didn't think about this before. That could be the Saints there too. Yeah, the Saints at 24. Yeah, I think yeah, that's a that'd be a good pick to take over for Breeze if they decide not to go with Teddy. Or the Patriots at twenty three. I'll be sick. I mean Nikhil Harry stock's gotta go up then. Right? Uh eh, maybe. I don't know, I'm not Nikhil Harry made me a little upset last year. Yeah, well he was hurt. Yeah, he was. But he, his problem was separation coming out last year. And then when he started playing, he still has separation issues. You know, here's another thought, too. Um, the Dolphins are also up at 26. <laughs> yeah, 26, 18. And, f- and five. Five, yeah. So if they decide to take, like, a franchise left tackle, whatever, and they decide that we could roll with Eason in the you know, if they're thinking that he's a later pick, he's there at 26. I can I mean, see him going there, too. Could you imagine Eason bombing it down the field to Devontae Parker, Preston Parker, Williams? Preston, right. I'm sure they're going to draft a guy. Because I think they, they have the mock to take uh, Swift, too. Oh, <laughs> that would be nasty. Yeah, so if you take left tackle at five. And then you take Swift at 18 and then take Easton at 26. These combines and pro days are going to be crucial, man. I mean, they could decide, like, oh, maybe Easton's going to be a guy. Maybe Tua needs a little more time than we want. We don't want to wait that long. But, dude, this this combine is going to be fun. I mean, Garrett's going to be there, so we'll get to talk about it a little bit more. So uh, it's going to be a very exciting time this this upcoming season. Yeah, I, I can't wait. This is I'm so excited for the draft. Yeah, same. Let's get this going. Um, right, so, Porkman, you want to finish off Jace, Jacob Eason for it? That didn't sound right. Um, hey, Porkman, would, would, you, <laughs> would you? your thoughts on Eason? Let's, yeah, let's go that right. That's that's a good word right there, thoughts. Yeah. I don't yeah. want to finish off anybody. Yeah, wipe your chin off, Porkman, and talk about Eason. <laughs> finish him. <laughs> I'll use, use the soap my sister makes to clean it all up. Perfect. <laughs> all right, so the best part about me about Eason is him coming out from underneath the center. That is huge for me coming out this year for him. 
showing NFL teams that he has the footwork due to five-step drop, seven-step drop. He can roll out, utilize his weapons pretty well. And, of course, he was throwing to my my favorite tight end this year coming out, Hunter Bryant. That's right. That is your boy. That is my guy. Yeah. He he was streaking downfield with his speed, putting the ball on the dime and making it work. So I don't know. He's 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 really gonna rise up. I don't I don't know if I'll put him past Herbert. I might have him behind uh it might be behind Herbert. That is my three because I'm I'm still not sold on Tua yet as an NFL prospect. Well, Obviously, as a college player, he was amazing. But well, we could rank these guys. We'll rank them at the end of the show. How's that sound? Yeah, yeah, we can do that. Okay, perfect. Um, all right. Um, so he didn't. Okay, in sixteen, played thirteen games, two thousand four hundred thirty yards. The next year, he got hurt, twenty eight yards. And then last year, eighteen, he sat out transfer last year 3,132 yards could have been better um saw some drops yeah I think that was the biggest thing he was it was just too many drops and I think you know when you have too many drops as a quarterback throwing to his receiver you start to lose confidence too yeah but a a guy I like from Washington is Aaron Fuller um Garrett (laughs) loves him as well just Mm -hmm. kidding he's not a big (laughs) fan he can be a good late round guy in your drafts I'm not going to say he's this year's Darius Slayton, but if he goes to somewhere where he has a good opportunity, keep your eye on him. He he, he catches pretty decently, so uh, which he should. He's a wide receiver. So, um, Okay, moving on to our last quarterback of the evening. Do we love Jordan Love? He's six foot four, 225 pounds. Dude's got a hell of an arm and a nice deep ball. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Chef. What do you think about Jordan Love from Utah State? Yeah, I definitely love how athletic he is. Uh, I think sometimes he can get him in a little bit of trouble, though. I like how he does keep the play alive, though, and always looks to pass before he crosses the line of scrimmage. Uh, but sometimes I think he trusts his arm a little too much, too. That kind of gets him in a little bit of trouble. Uh, it doesn't help that he has uh, some wide receivers with some butterfingers as well. So, But, I mean, I, I definitely think he's an athletic guy. I don't know if I see him as a first-round talent. I uh, definitely see him definitely getting drafted probably in the second or third. Um, but I, I think he's a good talent. I think he's got a big arm. He, like Mike said, he can hit the ball downfield. Uh, so I, I just don't know where I'm at with him yet. I still have to do a little bit more digging into him. So yeah. for, for argument's sake, let's say he is a first-round pick, okay? A lot of people are projecting him to the Colts, but one pick in front of them is the Raiders. I don't think the uh, – You don't think he's a Raiders guy? I don't think he's a Raiders guy because no? Gruden is a film guy, and some of the interceptions Jordan Love was throwing would enrage him. Okay, but this – okay. Gruden also loves Nathan Peterman. Yeah, why? So, I don't know why. I can't answer <laughs> that. I don't – no, I'm I, I just – I don't know. Just, just – I don't know. Yeah, After it, watching that, <laughs> that, was, that was disrespectful, yo. Yeah, so I, I feel like also Gruden could look at a guy like Jordan Love and say, I could fix him. Yeah. And he might be able to. He, well, Jordan Love is an, he's an athletic Jameis Winston. Yeah. He doesn't, so he doesn't turn the ball over as much as Winston. Now, last year, he did have 17 picks to only 20 touchdowns, but yeah, that's a lot. You watch the film. 
Yeah, the film, he, his arm, he's, okay, I'll put it this way. His arm talent is first round. But right. in between his ears, right now, is probably like late second, early third. He also, but his like you said, he can, he can get taught. Good. No, it wasn't good either. But, but okay. you know, his footwork was a little off as well, too. That's then, what, like that can be worked on again. Mm-hmm. Let's say this in 2018, he had more yards, he had about 165 yards more. 3,567 to 3,402. 32 touchdowns to six interceptions in his sophomore season. Yeah, that's a good year. So you can't tell me that the regression is all his fault. Now, I don't know if Utah State had any coaching changes or what, but who knows? Yeah, there's a reason why I'm trying to figure out if he got that arm talent, how did he get to Utah State? And who knows, he could possibly even sneak into the first round late first. I mean, it, it, it's possible, I mean. But, uh, man, I, I just I just left. I mean, he made me excited for a little bit, and then some parts I'm like, oh, man. Yeah, he some does, of it was he bad, does something yeah. stupid, just yeah. like like Jameis. Like, I don't, I don't know what happened last year. Okay, <laughs> well, here's a thought. So you said you don't know how he got to Utah State. I did see on one of the, the – uh, clips i watched that that was the only d1 offer he got wow. um i mean daniel jones went to duke <laughs> he was the sixth overall pick big basketball yeah. fan i think he what he might have just been a big basketball fan he's oh, like you know yeah. football's maybe. cool but let me go watch some duke basketball let me go watch zion yeah maybe who knows yeah. um but yeah I, i'm okay with him realistically he's probably a second round pick but it could happen he sneaks in you know, yeah. maybe the Saints. That would be interesting. You know, one team to also watch out for, I don't know what their draft capital looks like, though, but definitely a team that could be looking for another quarterback is the Steelers. I mean, their quarterback room is atrocious after Big Ben. Um, Big Ben's almost done. He, and as long as he's playing on the road, he's good. Or, no, it's home, right? Yeah, it's home. As long as he's playing at home, he's good. But on the road, it's kind of atrocious as well. So but. he could be – that could be a team that – I don't know where they draft. I know they, they went and got Minka, so. Uh, they, yeah, they, they don't have any first-round picks. Yeah, yeah, I knew that one. Maybe the second round, I don't know. But that could be a team to watch out for, possibly getting somebody late. That's a good pick because they definitely need somebody. Mm-hmm. Duck was terrible. and oh. Mason Rudolph was just like getting kicking clobbered. people in the nuts. Getting clobbered yeah. in the head with helmets. Yeah. yeah. Mason Rudolph sucked. Yeah, he was bad. And I thought he was going to be way better than that. Uh, so did a lot of other people. So, um, All right, so we talked about some landing spots. Do you guys you want to rank these guys before we head out? Sure. All right, so um, let's see. How many do we talk about? Six? Yeah, so obviously you have Burrow last, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, kidding. of course. All right, so let's see. Um, I got it like I'm going to go Burrow. Tua, uh, Herbert, Eason, Love, From. That's what I'm going to go with right now. Hmm. Okay. Um, Porkman, you got your list together? Yeah, kind of. I got, um, well, From is last. I'm not even going to just say his name. <laughs> we we mentioned his name way too much today. We could talk about him for like another 15 <laughs> minutes if you want. Yeah, you know, Jake From, terrible. All right. 15 seconds. That's long. I can last. Oh, uh, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> you you uh, do realize you just said on a podcast that you can only last 15 <laughs> seconds, right? Hey, I, 15 <laughs> seconds gets the job done. I got another KO on the way. Yeah. 
Yeah, the the best meme is the dude from Pawn Stars, and it says above it like, "Science indicates that a woman needs ten to fifteen minutes to achieve climax," and then it's him going, "Best I could do is three seconds." <laughs> So that's just, it's one of my favorites. But uh, anyway, go ahead with your, your ranking. <laughs> All right. So uh, my personal was Joe Burrow, number one, obviously, because he's a freaking, he's a beast. Yep. Um, I will go Herbert, two. Eason, three. Two of four. Love, five. And from six. So we just filled out the exact same list. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's um, because we're on the same wavelength. Look at that. Um Chef, what was yours again? Uh, Burrow, Tua, Herbert, Eason, Love from. Okay. Jalen Hurts. <laughs> do you want to? Hurts or Hurts or Fromm? Who you got? I would take Hurts over Fromm. I think so too. <clears throat> I really do. So, I would probably go Hurts because he's way more athletic, and I think yeah. you could probably game plan for him a lot better. Yeah, yeah. but. I noticed in the senior bowl, he had like a, a weird like overhand throwing style, almost like he was throwing a baseball in from the outfield. Mm-hmm. Now, Chev, you, I'm sure you watch a lot more Oklahoma mm-hmm. um, film than I have. But is that is that like a normal thing for him, or is that just did he just have a bad day at the senior bowl, or what? Yeah, I, w- I would say he's not the best profound passer. I definitely think that's something he'll be working on. Um, but he has the athletic ability to do more. So that's something I think from and him, that's the difference between them two. I just love that Hertz is able to just do a little bit more. He's a little bit more athletic. Um, so for me, that's why Hertz is just a little bit above him. Uh, he definitely just needs to work on his passing, though. Like, it's something that he'll be probably trying to prove really, really heavily at uh, his pro day and at the combine if he, if he gets invited. Yeah. yeah I'm he sure can he, be, will. he can be groomed, though. I think if, if yeah. he goes to the right situation, somebody can get the best out of him. I just hope, I swear, I hope they don't. Uh, Try to make them turn into like a receiver or something like that. Because I hate when they do that. Yeah, yeah. I do too. And, you know, hey, we could be way wrong too. I mean, there could be NFL teams valuing him at a Higher. high second, low first. Who knows? Yeah. I mean. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. That's it. That's all we can do. Um, all right, great. So that was rookie quarterbacks. That's what you have to look forward to calling the plays for you next year. Um, Chef. Why don't you call a play for us? You got a verse for us this week? I do got a verse for us this week. So we're going to be out of 1 Peter 5-7. So it says, Casting all your anxiety upon him because he careth for you. I mean, there's just so many times that we think that we're running this thing all by ourselves. We're living life that it's just us. There's more people around us that care about us. We need to give up our worries uh, to the Lord and just... Trust him. Trust in his, his his timing. It's not on our timing. It's on his. And just trusting others, too, because I know there's some things I'm like, man, I really don't want to tell these guys this. Uh, don't know how they're going to react to it. But, I mean, just knowing people and just knowing how some people operate, they want to help. They want to be the people that are there for you the most. Uh, so I think just not just trusting the Lord, but also trusting other people around you to help you uh, through your tough times. Chef, well, you know what? being here with you guys no matter what i got going on i love it it helps me through everything oh yeah for sure Um, yeah it's a true story so until next week where can we find you guys on twitter chev we'll start with you you find me at chef boy rd boy with an i and porkman ff pork at ff porkman you gotta put that at in there you can find garrett 
at Dynasty Price, um, or if you want to go retro, at GMP underscore 33, as he used to be. Uh, you can find me at the Embower85, and please follow the show at Dynasty Rewind. We do have a Facebook group now. Um, just find us, Dynasty Rewind. You'll see the awesome logo. It has a smiley face behind it because Dynasty Rewind makes people smile. What can I say? You have to answer one simple question, and you're in. That's it. Um, so until next time, everybody, be kind. Please rewind.